0: And he wants me to represent him? Casey said. She spoke in a tone just this side of obnoxious, but still loud enough for everyone else at the table to hear. It was an elegant political fundraiser for the governor, at a thousand dollars a plate. Women in gowns and diamonds, men in tuxedos and gold Swiss watches turned their heads. Casey tossed back her Titian hair and laughed frivolously. Her own diamond necklace danced in the candlelight. "'With her long, pretty fingers draped loosely over his shoulder, "'she said to her husband, "'Tony wants me to go up to Minnesota and represent a rock star. "'A rock star? What next?' "'Polite chuckles filled the air, but everyone's interest was piqued. "'It wouldn't surprise a single one of them "'if Casey Jordan represented a rock star. "'They only wanted to know which one.' "'Tony looked up sullenly from the remains of a bloody prime rib "'and said, Pierce Culpepper. General murmurs of acknowledgement filled the air. He lives in Minnesota? someone asked. That's where he's from originally, another person answered. Dessert arrived. Strawberry shortcake made with fresh berries and cream. Casey watched jealously as Tony dug into his own and took hers aside for himself as well. Her days of having both dessert and a real waistline were over. At thirty-seven, her body still demanded a second look, but it came only at a price. He was arrested for assault, Tony dutifully explained through a mouthful of calories. And he wants Casey to represent him. Did he do it? Someone from the other end of the table asked. Tony shrugged. His thick eyebrows, like his hair, were graying. He was a portly man with thick jowls, anchoring his basset-hound face. Its greatest distinction was a small, neat goatee. But his voice was deep and soothing, and his many years in front of judge and jury had left the indelible marks of confidence and wisdom on his brow. And what he lacked in looks he made up for in flamboyant dress. His clothes weren't only expensive, they were colorful. Some people would even say, loud— "'Innocent until proven guilty,' he said. "'We all know that.' "'Maybe we should talk to him,' Casey said, as if she were casually considering the move. "'Tony knew her game, not that he minded. "'He was an outsider in this setting just as much as she was, probably more. "'She, at least, had married into the upper crust of Texas society.' The Vanderhorns and the Watts, the Gardeners, the Reinholfs, and, of course, her own husband's family, the Jordans. They were rich, every one of them, and most of them had earned their money the old-fashioned way. They had inherited it. The ones who could took great delight in drawing a direct line to some distant forefather who manufactured paint or firearms, or had owned one particular county or another. A snobbish, worthless group, in Tony Kronick's estimation." But he was almost used to them by now, and he knew how Casey loved to impress them. He didn't falter for it. He knew how deep she wanted to bury her modest beginnings, a small, dusty farm outside Odessa. The clear image of her family in attendance at her grand wedding came suddenly into his mind. They were a worn-out, sad-looking bunch, and their ill-fitting formal clothes were so far out of style that they might have been a troop of comics— but there hadn't been anything comical about them. They drank too much and grew louder as the evening wore on. Casey, everyone knew, had been mortified. A lesser woman would have been reduced to tears when her father stood on his chair in the midst of Texas society and flipped his middle finger to the band when they were unable to play a rendition of The Devil Went Down to Georgia. But Casey came through it like she came through everything else, with her chin held high. She had run from her past in search of a glamorous life. All anyone had to do was look at her now to know she had made it. Still, there were times when Tony thought she was over-eager to please a set of people who paled in comparison to her. He had subtly suggested on more than one occasion that she not demean herself by pandering to them, but she would only slap his arm playfully and say, Oh, Tony, the way she did when she was refusing to talk about something. So he'd given up years ago. In fact, he'd given up on the day she had married into that society.